Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a wait list for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Hey, what's up, Unbroken Nation? Welcome to the Think Unbroken podcast. I'm your host, Michael Unbroken, and this podcast is about helping trauma survivors let go of the past, overcome their fear, discover their identity, become the hero of their own story, and ultimately to be 
Unbroken. Our goal and company is to bring on guests and experts in the fields of mental, physical, and psychological health to help you overcome the past, to take back your power. And in this podcast, we are unedited and unfiltered, and we're going to give it to you real so that you can start to create massive change in your life. If you're curious about learning more outside the podcast, you can get a free copy of my book, Think Unbroken, at book.thinkunbroken.com. That's book.thinkunbroken.com, where you can get a copy of my number one bestselling book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma. The most important thing that you can ever do, my friends, is show up for yourself, and that's where you are today. And I appreciate you. I have massive gratitude for you. And without further ado, let's get into the show. We'll be right back to the show. But before we do, I'm going to take a moment and tell you about my new book, Unbroken Man, A Man's Guide to Being the Hero of Their Own Story. I sat down a few months ago and realized that there are so many men in the world that need guidance, that need support, that need to learn about trauma, removing themselves from toxic masculinity, breaking down the barriers to vulnerability, getting unstuck, and ultimately learning the tools to become the hero of their own story. Unbroken Man is available for pre-order right now if you go to men.thinkunbroken.com where you'll also get access to over $1,000 in bonuses, including the six-week in-depth trauma healing coaching app, which you'll get instant access to. I created Unbroken Man to be accessible to everyone around the world, but it is written for men from the guise of a man, and I hope that you will find it to be a practical tool on your healing journey in the same way that thousands of men around the world have. So check out men.thinkunbroken.com to pre-order, and until next time, be unbroken. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Michael Unbroken Podcast, sponsored by thinkunbroken.com. Guys, I want to talk to you about a really important subject matter for me today, and that is the concept of asking for help. I think unequivocally that the most important thing that we can do as adult survivors of trauma abuse, child abuse, trauma, any of the above is to put ourselves in a scenario in which we can make it acceptable for us to ask for help. I personally have battled against this concept and this idea. Uh, It feels like this innate kind of like visceral battle between my body and my spirit and my soul you know, when it comes to this concept of asking for help. And I'm sure that many of you can relate to that. I'm going to do my best to try to stay within the window of the time frame that, you know, I always say I will in these podcasts, but this one might go a little bit over. Um, I just feel like there's so many layers to this. I, I often wonder what is the best way to approach this topic. Recently, someone messaged me on Instagram and asked me if I would talk about this very topic. And I said, yes, of course, because I know it all too well. And so before I dive in, if you also have thoughts, if you would like to hear me you know, speak about a certain subject, if you have questions or anything that I can do to help you, uh, reach out to me on Instagram, on Facebook, on any of the social media, uh, or email me at michael at thinkunbroken.com, and I will be more than happy to answer your questions. Obviously, Obviously, keep in mind, you know, guys, as I always say, I'm not a therapist, I'm not a doctor, you know, I'm just here to guide you with the tools that I've come across in my life. Um, You know, this concept of help, this thing is really scary. And even just hearing it sometimes can send us into a flurry where we're like, ah, who are we going to ask for help when we spend our whole life trying to figure this shit out on our own? I'm going to tell you this, hands down. 
the number, call it 1A, most important thing that I've ever done in my life is ask for help. Number one is taking ownership and accountability. Without question, that will always be number one. We have to own our shit. We got to stop making excuses. Like that is priority number one. But that said, when it comes to this idea of help, like that is definitely 1A, tied for first place. Everybody's getting a gold medal on this one because I think it's really important. I would dare say, and I could be wrong, so if I am wrong, please someone message me. I'd be willing to say that in the expansive, unbelievably long, completely un... Like, you can't even have an idea of how long time really is, right? It's just not realistic, I think, in the human capacity. But what I'm getting to is I don't know that any person who has done anything worth doing in history... And history of mankind has done it alone. Maybe like one guy did one thing, right? But reality is like we are a communal species. By nature, we thrive when we are in an environment that supports our growth. When we are in an environment that gives us the tools through allies, through friends, through partners and relations and business and all the things... When we're set up for success. And asking for help is probably the biggest cornerstone in success, right? Because it's really difficult to do anything by yourself. And now, if you're like how I was, a big conversation that's happening in your head is, well, fuck, I made it this far on my own. Why the fuck do I need anyone else to help me? Who's going to help me? I made it through trauma. I made it through abuse. I made it through terrible relationships and drug addiction and alcoholism and, you know, all the crazy things that happen in one's life by myself. Well, my challenge to you, if that's the question that you're asking yourself, why do I need anyone's help is, are you really living your life at the level in which you're satisfied? Or are there still bits and pieces that you know you can grow? I'm going to guess that there are. You know, it took me a long time to get to this place where I was willing to even contemplate the idea of asking for help. Because as many trauma survivors know, and many people who have been through traumatic events in their life know, that it does feel like your back is against the wall, that you have to figure shit out on your own. And that was my case scenario. I recall being a child and time and time again, you know, if I were put in scenarios in which the police the school, people at church, you know, other family members asked, you know, where are the bruises from? Why do you look malnourished? Why do you smell? You know, you know, being, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old, I would have to lie not only to pro- protect myself, right, from more abuse that would come out of telling the truth, or at least what my fear was at the time that more abuse would come from telling the truth, and the sanctity of our household, which, you know, if you grow up in community like I do, the idea of ever sharing anything that happened in your home is blasphemy at its finest, you'll probably get the shit kicked out of you. And so, I just had to not only protect myself because I would say that it is a protective mechanism not to ask for help embedded in our DNA, not only from years of intergenerational trauma, but also it's a part of trauma that comes from you know, what is embedded in us in youth. 
So you're in this position as a child where you have to make decisions that children should never have to make or a teen or in your young, your early 20s. Because I even look at my early 20s, I'm like, I was a foolish child and I knew nothing of the world. Hell, I still don't. But, you know, when I'm like 50, I'll be saying the same thing. Oh, when I was in my 30s, I didn't know shit. Um, (laughs) I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate. And so, you know, when you get to this place and you're in a position to actually take control of your life. Asking for help is a catalyst in getting you to the next level. When I first decided to get very serious about this, this whole process of healing, not just the work that I do through Think Unbroken and the book and the podcast and the YouTube videos and all of this shit, this, this is not even really a part of the conversation. When I got serious about getting help for my mental health, my physical health, my emotional health, my spiritual health, health, I I had to put myself in a position in which I had to ask myself a very important question. Was I willing to be vulnerable enough to put my hand out and say, I need help? Because if I wasn't, nothing was going to change and I was going to die. Because for years, I never stepped into that. It was terrifying. The idea of asking for help, I would rather have someone take a baseball bat to my face than ask for help. And sure, part of that's embedded in me as being a man and the concept that men will figure it out and we're tough guys and blah, blah, blah. That's bullshit. Every sport that we watch is a team sport. Those dudes aren't doing it on their own. But somehow it's facilitated in society like it's okay to figure it out without help. And that's nonsense. But that's a whole other conversation. My point being is when I got to this place of needing to ask for help, it was rock bottom that was the catalyst to get me there. Because I realized that so much of my life had been dictated by the actions I was taking while under, for lack of a better term, the influence of trauma. I was trauma drunk. I'm making that up right now. I was trauma drunk. And what that means is that all the actions, all the things occurring in my life, I just assumed that were a part of everyone else's life. I was just like, well, this is what it's like. You lie to people. You cheat. You steal. You you do bad things. You hurt people. You hurt yourself. You you know, poison the world. Like that's That's what trauma is, right? And it wasn't until rock bottom in this moment, and I've shared it before, so I won't go into detail here, but you know, laying on the floor, 150 pounds overweight, smoking two packs a day, drinking my fucking face off, where I came to this conclusion. And it was as if, in reality, someone had hit me in the face with a bat, and they said, wake up, fucker, wake up. Because without that moment, that total catastrophic breakdown, my rock bottom, the lowest I've ever been, I would not be here right now. And I think that moment could have gone one of two ways, okay? Avenue A is what's happening right now. I have stepped into being the person that I want to be. This Michael, I have created this person from fucking scratch, from the dirt, from the rubble, from the lava, from the ash of everything that was before. And I said to myself, this is the person that I want to be. So I will work towards that. And that took a very long time. Avenue B, I'm probably dead or in jail right now. 
I don't see it any other way. There was no in between. There was no middle. There was nothing that suggested to me that I could just be nonchalant about what was next in my life. And at 28 years old, that was a really big jump to make. And I remember this conversation that I had with my then partner. And I looked at her and I said, I need to go to therapy for real. Like, not what I'd been doing for a couple of years prior, in which I would go to the therapist and I would give them some money and I would just tell them whatever they wanted to hear, because that's a good use of time and resources. Uh, But I decided that what I needed to do is actually get really fucking serious. And I did, I started doing the work. And then I needed to get really serious about my health because here's what I realized. My mental health, I had no idea. If you, I'm not even joking. Like if you took me back 25 years old and you said, why are you doing the things that you're doing? The poison, the drama, the chaos, being in the vortex of my life. I would have been like, oh, this is just what people do. I didn't know. I had no idea. Again, I was trauma drunk. And so I had this conversation with my girlfriend and I said, I think I'd really need real help. I don't want to tell you why. I was terrified to tell her why. It was so it was so foreign, this idea of sharing the, the dark parts of my past. I was it was awful. I can't I get goosebumps thinking about those conversations with her when she'd be like, just let me in a little bit. And I'd be like, absolutely not. And I told her, I was like, you know, I'm going to get serious about therapy. And I started getting serious about therapy. And it's a baby step process, right? So that's where I started getting help with my mental health. Because I knew that that crossroad was there. And I had to make a decision. We'll be right back. But I wanted to take a quick moment to tell you about the Think Unbroken six-week trauma healing coaching program. If you go to coaching.thinkunbroken.com, that's coaching.thinkunbroken.com, you can sign up for the six-week daily Think Unbroken Trauma Healing Coaching Program. In this program, we're going to go over the six principles of healing trauma, adaptation, understanding the impacts of trauma, how to become the hero of your own story, what to do next, and ultimately what it means to be unbroken. For more information about this six-week coaching program, which you can download as an app on your phone and take with you everywhere, no matter where you are in the world, it's interactive. It's built about giving you practical tools that you can use in real time. And if you're ready for what's next in your life, go to coaching.thinkunbroken.com. Again, that's coaching.thinkunbroken.com. Now let's get back to the show. When it came to my physical health, I realized I didn't know how to eat. I knew nothing of nutrition growing up, and I am dead fucking serious right now. I don't think I had a salad for the first time until I was probably 20 years old. We had nothing but processed food and canned goods in our house. And if we ate out, it was, it was pizza, it was burgers, it was the dollar menu stuff, right? And that was fueling my body for years. And, like, you look at the capacity of school food, like, that shit's poison. We are poisoning our children. I'm, this is a tangent. Can we, what do we do? What do we have to do to stop doing that? Because, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm losing it now. My point being is that... I had to figure out how to take control of my health 
in the physical aspect as well. And so this started with learning about nutrition and reading books and asking my partner's mom, who was a, probably is the healthiest person I've ever known, you know, what do I need to do? How do I eat good food? How do I take care of this body, this vessel as I'm in this process of like trying to rewire all the trauma? And the other part of it was I had to work on my, my spiritual help. And so while I had asked for help in my mental health, I had asked for help in my physical health. Also, I'll mention that I did have a personal trainer every now and then because like subconsciously I knew how to exercise. I just wasn't motivated. Um, but I had to get to this place where I also took care of my spiritual health. And, you know, it started with doing yoga in the living room because I was 350 pounds and terrified to walk into a yoga studio into, you know, having real long in-depth conversations with multiple yoga teachers over years and years and years uh, about how to not only step into the practice further, but also how to understand the impact of yoga and that meditative practice, you know, when it comes to trauma. And so I'd asked for help in all of these arenas. And it's wild to think what my life would have been like had I not done that. And it was scary, like terrifying to ask for help because every wall that you have up exists in that moment leading up till then because that's what we're trained we are trained to be terrified of the idea that someone could have enough path empathy passion compassion sympathy care love for us that is probably the most terrifying thing that we step into as trauma survivors is how do we get to the place where we care enough about ourselves to let other people help us? And it's a really difficult place to get to, especially when we come from these places of abuse. No one was probably there for us as a child. Or if they were, they were in, there in the best capacity that they could be. And oftentimes, that's just not enough. And sure, there's a level of measurable resiliency that comes from someone intervening in the trauma process. But what happens when you're 25 and you're binge drinking and you're 30 and you're having sex with strangers from the internet unprotected and you're 40 and you're putting a gun in your mouth again and you're 50 and you hurt your children because the generational trauma has seeped into you and again and again and again those bad things that happened to you are still happening when are you going to stop when are you going to say you know what I deserve this when are you going to say, I deserve to be loved? What is it going to take for you to get to that place? Because I put the idea of love and asking for help hand in hand. Those two things are exclusive to each other in some capacity. Because I think the only way you get one is with the other. And I think it's really important to note that there are professionals who are available to help you when you are ready to ask for help. There are people like me who coach. There are mentors. There are therapists, psychologists, psychiatrists. There are, you know, doctors. There are people who have systems in place to help you when you are ready to be helped. I want to be very clear about something. And this is mistakes that I made 
I ruined a lot of relationships, friendships, partnerships, businesses, all of the things by not really understanding how to keep my trauma separate from my life in a sense as I was going about the day-to-day activities and things that I needed to do. And I realized that a lot of the relationships that I was building with people or had with people, first off, were built on fallacies. I mean, that's a given, right? I lied a lot. But the other part of it was as I was growing and stepping into trauma, I I was trauma bonding with people. Now, if you don't know what trauma bonding is, that is when you create connection based around the worst shit in your life that has happened. I don't know about you, but that is not a healthy way to have a sustainable relationship regardless of the capacity of that relationship. Because you see a professional, whether they're a coach or a mentor or a therapist, they're going to be able to help you process. They're going to say, oh, okay, cool. Well, blah, blah, blah equals blah, 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 right? And then you take that information, you leave their office, you see them again in a week, they're not there texting you, and they're not the person you wake up to or have dinner with or go to get coffee with or any of those things. And so we have to be very cautious when we are in the process of going through healing and asking for help because there'll be these moments where we want to open up, where we want to be more vulnerable to the world. And that is not a bad thing, but I just caution you to do it with the right people in the right capacity. Your partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, kids, co-workers, bosses, friends, you know, bicycle club people, those are not the people that you share the in-depth pieces of your trauma with unless they are qualified and fully willing to take that on. So just some food for thought. I've been down that road and it feels natural to an extent when you start to break down those walls. And then you realize the further you get into it that you're actually uh, cannibalizing your relationships because you're oversharing, you're being too vulnerable, which I do believe is a thing in certain capacities. And so I just caution you with that. You know, the world is changing. And as we continue to step into a society that wants growth, that wants healing, that wants health, that wants conversations like these, it's going to become easier to have resources. And it's going to be easier to get to this place where you're willing to ask for help. And it's going to be easier to love yourself because you're going to start to realize that other people love you too. And that's my hope for you. And that's why I made this video because I've been there. That's why I'm sharing this podcast because I've been there. I have sat on the floor with a gun in my fucking mouth thinking that there was no hope. And I think that a big part of that is just because I was scared to ask for help. I was scared that I would be seen by another human being. And I've come to realize that that's actually my greatest attribute. That is the greatest gift that society has given me is this ability to be seen. As a child who felt invisible, even walking down the street covered in scars and bruises. As a kid who felt invisible and a teen who didn't know his uh, his ass from his elbows. And a guy who in his 20s was doing anything to suffer at his own hands, for lack of a better term. I wanted to be seen. And that's what asking help gave me. And I hope that you'll be willing to step into that. That's my hope. You know, we are here to support each other. I always say we are not alone. We are not broken. We are the unbroken. And that's a communal thing. 
That is the capacity that comes along with your friends, with your families, with the team that you put together to support you. And if you come across these people as you're in this journey and they don't support you, you need to get those people out of your damn life because those are not people who are going to help you go to the next level, right? I want to leave you with this. It's a bit of a challenge because I know what it's like to have a concept of fear around the idea of asking for help. And I just want you to start very simply. Just write down, just find a piece of paper and write down three things in your life that you could use help with. And they don't have to be trauma-based. They could be putting siding on the garage. It could be you know, changing a bike chain. It could be shopping for new shoes. It could be, I don't know, it could literally be anything anything something that you know would just be a little bit easier if you asked for help and write those three things down and in the course of the next week reach out to your friends reach out to your community reach out to the strangers on the internet who gives a shit somebody and say you know what i need help with this thing i think that's a great gateway to something bigger it's a lot easier to ask for help tying a tie than it is to ask for help to find a therapist. But it's an evolution, right? It's, all, it's what I always say. It's baby steps. But ultimately, you have to decide what's best for you. So, as usual... Thank you so much for listening. I know this one was a little bit longer than usual, uh, but I wanted it to be because I really wanted to try to flesh that out for the person that asked. So again, if you have questions that you want me to answer on the podcast, DM me on all the social medias at Michael Unbroken uh, or email me at Michael at thinkunbroken.com. You can buy the book Think Unbroken at thinkunbroken.com slash paperback. It's also on Amazon Kindle. Um, you can also buy the paperback on Amazon. I'm hoping to record the audiobook very, very, very soon. Um, and until next time, my friends, be unbroken. I'll see ya. Unbroken Nation, hope that you just got a tremendous amount of value from today's episode. I want to know what you think. Please do me a favor and review, rate, and share the episode with three friends on social media today. It would mean the world if you did, because ultimately at the end of the day, creating community and connection is how we heal generational trauma in the world. And I need your help to do that, Unbroken Nation. So if you're on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you are, please like comment, share, review. I want to know not only what you like about the show, but how I can make the show better, how I can make this further about helping you on your healing journey. So do me a favor. And when you do shoot me a screenshot of you making the review to my DM at Michael Unbroken on Instagram so that I can have a conversation with you, say hi, and more importantly, so I can share it with the Unbroken Nation. Thank you so much, my friend. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. 
And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and we'll help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.